We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> you talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome into another edition of Bogey Free presented by Rotoviz. I am your host, Matt Jones. You can find me on Twitter at MattJonesTFR. And I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Evan Chaney. The, I'm sorry, the, the award-nominated uh-huh. Evan Chaney for his uh, NHL work over at Numberball. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at echaney 69 What's up, man? How you uh, how you feeling? Your your head fitting through the door and all that good stuff. I for now. I I can't you know? believe you uh, <laughs> you actually came on with a with a lowly schlub like me. You know. Oh, you got to do what you got to do. You know, it's the charity work. It's part of my part of <laughs> my new initiative. <laughs> but I'm also surprised that you actually said my my actual Twitter handle this time because I said it before. Last you did and no yeah. because I know I know before in the DMs we were you were very vehement on on not saying it. Yeah, I'm no, glad. I, I'm glad you're pushing through. Yeah, no, and I'm glad that you're bringing more attention to it. Um, for sure. <laughs> so, I uh, we want more of our DM conversations going. Oh yeah, we definitely we definitely okay. don't want those out there with your, my uh, Thursday tilts are just your threats. <laughs> your threats against uh, Abraham answer last week were. Oh, I was about uh, to. I was about to go over to Hawaii and chuck something some, at him. Something. But then else. he. But then he shot a 69, and then it was all good. There you go. Yeah. He got right back in your good graces. He did. Um, before we, before we jump into the show today, I, if you're listening to this and you're not already a subscriber over at Rotoviz, just want to remind you guys, you can get a special 10% discount through the podcast page by going to rotaviz.com slash podcast. Uh, you can click on there and you can save a few bucks and get prepped for the NFL draft and all that good stuff. The, the PGA content right now is totally free. And it will be in front of the paywall through the Masters. So you have a few uh, a few weeks slash months to uh, to see if I'm if I'm worth it or not, and then we'll we'll go from there. Um, and also, congrats to our listener league 
uh, winner last week, UGA 2SC. Uh, really solid lineup that uh, took it down, took down our listener league pretty, pretty handily. He, he cleared the field by uh, about 33, 34 points. So uh, good on him. Um, was a five of six, but it didn't even matter because he had uh, – or no, I'm sorry, not a five of six. I was on the wrong lineup. He, uh, he had Cam, so that helped quite a bit in the, uh, in the playoff win and had a couple other guys in the top five. So um, anyway, let's, uh, let's jump into this week. If you listened to the solo pod uh, from yesterday – we discussed uh, some of the courses. We are in a bit of a different, a different format this week. It's a pro-am, which means really long rounds um, for, the, for the golfers. And it also means this week that they are split between three courses before the cut. So what's going to happen is they start on one of the three, they play all three, and then Saturday night there's a cut. So all your golfers are going to get 54 holes. And the three courses are La Quinta Country Club, Nicholas Tournament Course, and the Stadium Course. They are all par 72s, and they are all under 7,200 yards. So reasonably short, par 72s, lots of birdies to be had. The three, all three courses were in the 10 easiest tracks last year on tour, um, with La Quinta and Nicholas being the two easiest overall on the entire uh, tour. So definitely something to think about if you're playing showdown, uh, stacking one or both of those courses and avoiding the stadium course seems like, uh, seems like a good move. So, um, if you dabble in, in a showdown, make sure you're doing that. Um, any, any thoughts on the course have, or you're, uh, you're ready to jump into this. Let's, so. let's, let's talk about players. Let's do it. So, so yeah. first things first, Sung Jaeim is $11,000 this week. I think that that is perfectly reasonable in this field, but he really pissed me off on Sunday because the guy was cruising towards a top 10 finish and triple bogeyed the 16th hole on Sunday to drop all the way down into a tie for 21st. Um, I'm not going to hold that against him, but uh, I... If you're listening, Sungjae, I really hope that you don't let that happen again. That's all I need to. That's all. I mean, we can hope. Um, but yeah, he's a he's a buy for me. I think that I think that he's um, probably a popular bet uh, for outrights this week, and I would not be surprised if he wins one of these events before we uh, get out of California. Yeah. No, I. You hate Sungjae him. Is is a difficult guy to to fade here, right? He is expensive, but he's going to get you a ton of DraftKings points. He's a, he's a very safe play. So at 11,000, I'm still on him. The value I think is there, you know, to, to pair guys around him. So right. yeah, some James fine. And then your boy, Chucky three sticks, oh, Charles yes. Howell, the third, $10,100. Uh, you, I believe mentioned last week at his price that he, you don't feel comfortable playing him at the price that he was last week. And he bumped up what, like a thousand dollars, mate. Was he 9,100? I think last yeah, week he was 91 last week. So I'm assuming that means that you're 
are you not in or did he show you something last week? This is a tough one. I mean, the price is still too high, but given the field, it's not the dumbest thing in the world <laughs> to roster. <laughs> we should get t-shirts made up for <laughs> with Charles Howell's face, just not the dumbest thing in the world. <laughs> You know, that's actually not a bad idea. But no, it, oh. it, it, ten thousand one hundred. We'll, we'll bleep that out, and we'll uh, we'll make them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. At, at ten thousand one, he's not the worst thing in the world, honestly. Because um, there's a lot of crap in that price range, to be honest. And I, I don't think Char- I don't think Chucky three six is that. All right. Well, so. we will. Uh, I'll. I'll. We'll have. Uh, a little bit later in the show when we get to the GPP plays, we'll we'll rank these uh these ten K and up guys, but we'll we'll come back to that. So you're you're like a a soft buy or I, I wanna say soft buy I, I don't know. I think it's close enough to where I think ownership is actually just gonna weigh my opinion. because um, he doesn't stand out in any way. But I think at low enough ownership, which may or may not happen here, um he's he's viable. He's yeah. okay. Yeah, I think I don't think I'm going to end up with much of him to be totally honest, but I that's not because I uh feel strongly about fading him. I just think there's I don't know that I'm going to end up on that price in any of my lineups. Like I feel like there's a pretty good case to go a little bit more balanced uh mm-hmm. if you if you feel like it in, you know, in cash or single entry and then there's also uh, a case to be made for just jamming in Sungjae or you know even even Ricky at eleven five, and you're not putting one of those two guys with Charles Howell in the same lineup unless you want like just zero cut equity, right? Like you're you're going to severely limit yourself. So yeah, I I think he's a fine play, but he's not somebody that I'm that I'm prioritizing. So I guess like a a, a soft sell. Um, soft sell. Okay. Now we we have our over unders. We yeah. you took the lead last week. Um, you were, I believe, two and one, and I was one and two. I mean, we had two of the same, two of the same picks, but Howell uh, Howell yeah. came through for you, and uh, yeah, me not so much. So um, you're one up. So I'll I'll give you the honors. You want to. Uh, you want me to talk about Kisner? Yeah, first yeah, let's do it. So Kevin Kisner, I'm going under on that eighteen and a half. Under, all right. I up. What is it? The is it the short course? Is it what? What are you? What are you thinking? Yeah. So I don't know what it is, but like in my Sims, he's do, he does well. Okay. Right. He does around like tenth, eleventh in the field. Mm-hmm. So I'm just basing it off that he does do well in these shorter courses. So that's a bit, that's, that's it for me there for Phil Mickelson. I'm going over that 23 and a half. Um, I just don't see it right now with him. Yeah, I really don't. Uh, Vaughn Taylor. Where even is he in my sheet? Yeah, I'm going over. That's not a good sign. He sucks. Wow. I hate to say it, but it's true. Strong, strong takes. Um, I, I don't know if I could, could possibly disagree with you more about Vaughn Taylor. <laughs> I am 
I am ready to, I'm ready to just fall in love with Vaughn. He's like, he's the dude as far as like brand goes. Like he's just, he's gonna, he's gonna hit greens. Um, and he even found a little bit of a putter last week. He was, he was 12th, um, lost a little bit off the tee and lost a little bit around the greens, but he played, he played really well. And that was his first, uh, first event back since November. So I'm, uh, I'm considering putting him in the, uh, in the old cash locks a little bit later on. So I'm definitely, okay. I'm definitely going under on him. Uh, as far as Kisner goes, like obviously the, his splits, um, and you can check these out at, uh, at Rotoviz. I'll, it's always linked somewhere in, um, either the, the preview article or the, uh, you know, the full slate breakdown, but he just, it's hard to, it's hard to get away from him on these shorter courses. Like he's been, he's been pretty, um, transparent about the fact that he doesn't feel, you know, like he's aware that on these longer courses, he doesn't really have a prayer. Um, so I, I just pulled it up. And since the, since the beginning of 2014, he's had, he's basically been neutral T to green on longer, uh, courses longer than 7,200 yards. And so like 0.06 strokes gained and on um, short, these shorter courses, he gains over two strokes T to green. So you're talking about like just a, one of the, one of the bigger splits um, that you could imagine. So I think I'm going to, I'm going to take the under on him. Um, and unfortunately I think I'm with you on Phil 23 and a half feels a little bit too, uh, a little bit too steep for me. Uh, I, he did, I believe I'm trying to remember now. I feel like he was first round leader here last year for some reason. Um, I, I don't remember. I feel like this was like right when he was playing well and before he fell off the cliff after that win. Um, so I, I, nothing would shock me with Phil to be totally honest. Um, but I think, I think better, the better money is definitely on him being like outside the top 25. I don't think he's going to just trunk slam and miss the cut, but I would be pretty shocked if he, uh, if he really came out and, uh, and crushed, he was, he was T2 last year. So, um, the, the course, the course history are going to be all over this one, I guess. Um, did you just use the word slappies? I did. Okay. Is that all right? Or is, I, that, I, is that a boomer I, of me? or I just know where the inspiration comes from, that's all. Oh. So, <laughs> so yeah. Um, I, I do we, – we really should talk about Phil for a second, though, honestly, because yeah. he's, he's all the way down at 79th in the world. Like, I know, world golf rankings, LOL, whatever. But, like, his, his fall-off has been – like quick, you know, like you're talking about like the, the age cliff for a football player sort of deal. Like he, it's been, it's been bad since he won the tournament at at Pebble last year. He's had exactly one top 20 finish. And if you're, if you're not really a big golf person, uh, Pebble is usually the second week in February. So it was, uh, it was a pretty long stretch where he struggled. Um, 
and I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know if he'll if he will turn it around or not. Um, but over the last uh, say like fifty rounds, his approach game is like okay. It's it's not eighty worth eighty seven hundred. It's fine, but strokes gained off the tee is like bottom fifteen in this field. Um, and if if you're if he can't if he has to pull off all these miraculous fill shots all the time at his age now, I do think it, I think it catches up to him. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. I, I, I love watching Phil. I, I don't think there's a lot of people that, that don't enjoy watching Phil. Um, like Phil Mickelson's iconic. Right. And I think yeah. that, I think that we're going to get to a point, whether it's this week or in a few weeks where, um, his ownership is going to continue to be higher than it's supposed to be. Um, you know, even if he, even if he comes out and like T 34s this week and you know, the next tournament he plays, he's like top 28 or something. People are going to start playing him. And I don't know if that's more name value or more, if it's going to be more actual form. It's going to be name value if anything. So yeah, we're being so honest. we'll we'll see what happens with that. It's definitely an interesting storyline for the year. It feels like he um, he's either you know up back in the ascent and competing, or it seems like this could sort of be his uh, kind of farewell tour kind of deal because he's he's getting up there too. Yeah, I'll um, see at this point. He is. I want to say 49, 48, 49. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's approaching the senior tour right there. He's turning fifty this year, so, yeah. um, yeah that that's a that's a tough ask for for a fifty year old to to compete with these guys that are coming up. That can you know he can still poke it out there a little bit distance wise, but even so, like th- these guys are just so sharp. All these new guys like Hovland and Morikawa and Eam and all. Oh, he can't compete with these kids. It's no. it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty tough. Um, unless he can put, you know, it, he can maybe put a tournament together, but I don't think it's, uh, he can't. I, I don't think it's going, I don't think we're going to see like consistent top 15s no. from him, uh, this year, but that, that was, that was way too much time on Phil Mickelson. Um, well, there's never too much time for Phil because his Twitter account is amazing. Yes, that it is. So, um, yeah. So over unders, we will continue to track. I am one behind and now we everything is riding on Vaughn Taylor this week. So, uh, yeah, my my hot take on Vaughn Taylor is probably going to scorch me. But you know, whatever. Yeah, I, I <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. You, you never know. He's uh, he can be a little he can be a little touch and go. So we will we will definitely see. Um, as far as the mid range matchup, I I just this had just to isn't do, fair. I had to do this. <laughs> Just so close in price. Uh, we have we have Lucas Glover at eighty two hundred. Who, for those of you that are new to the program, uh, that's like, I mean, I can't think of a golfer that would be higher up on your brand, right? Like, it would not. It Lucas Glover is is the dude. I stand that guy so hard, and I I don't even know why. Yeah, he's great well, though. He just seems um, like, well. It's also that news story with him and his wife. I just felt bad for him. Yeah, but I think th- I think this predates it. But I'll I'll give you oh, that. 
Um, and we have Ches Reevy at 8,000. Now, Lucas Glover, we have not, um, you know, we didn't see him. We didn't see him last week at the Sony. We saw Ches miss the cut. Um, just literally could not get anything going. I think I, I talked about it on the show yesterday. I think it was the 27th or 28th hole before he had a birdie um, at Kapalua, which is, which is it's hard. Rough. That's hard um, to do. And it wasn't even like he was playing bad. Like he, yeah. I think he only had four or five bogeys on the like on his in his two rounds. Just he just couldn't get anything to fall. So, yeah. and then you have Glover, who we haven't seen in a while. So, um, what uh, what where are you going with this? You think you think your boy Glover pulls it out? Because this is, I think this is a an important decision point uh, in in lineups. Oh yeah. So. For me, it, like we haven't obviously again, like we haven't seen Glover play in a while. Uh, but his form going into his recent break wasn't really that good. You know, he was—he's not like as far as relative to this field is concerned. He only breaks the top fifty in off the tee game, which yes is important, but he's struggling everywhere else. Chez, Chez is not like he had a, you know, had an iffy week last week, obviously. But I am much more confident in his recent form than with Glover. Yeah. And it pains me to say that, but it's true. Brutal. Yeah. Somewhere Lucas is weeping in the corner. Well, he can prove me wrong. If he can prove me wrong, then, you know, whatever, right? Yeah. We, we, we continue to stand him either way. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think this is a really good bounce-back spot for Chez. Uh, I... The the proximity predictions that I've been posting um, had an addition thanks to our uh, our old friend Anthony Amico helped me helped me work on this a little bit over the weekend and came up with expected birdies. Uh, it's basically like a course fit, um, just a way to measure course fit, like what what kind of shots guys are likely to see based on their driving distance, and I. Uh, I built out a little simulator to to figure this out. I load the scorecard and it it plays uh, you know it plays the tournament a bunch of times and it spits out how many birdies per round they're expected to be. And these two guys uh, are within like six hundredths of a birdie of each other, so uh, it's a very very tight matchup for me. I do think that I lean Ches uh, for a lot of the reasons that you mentioned already. The the whole not playing, um, I don't know, like first starts back for guys that haven't played in, I don't know, when was when was the last time we saw Glover at, at in China, I think, at the HB, HSBC. Uh, yeah, the HSBC. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that was the first weekend in November, and now we're sitting here, you know, almost in February. Um not like the guy hasn't picked up a club since then, but yeah, I do think yeah. there's something to be said about playing competitive rounds. We know that Reevy was close last week. If he gets, even if he gets two putts to drop d- during the, during Thursday or Friday, then he plays the weekend and who knows if he, if he heats up or not. Um, so I'm going to go Chez to save a couple hundred bucks. Um, maybe eat a little bit of ownership. Cause I do think he'll be higher owned. Um, but I don't think that's – I don't think he's going to go, like – I don't think he's going to go crazy as far as ownership. So, 
he's a guy that I'm definitely interested in uh, figuring out a way to get to. I think Chez and Vaughn Taylor uh, right there are, are a good stack sort of to, uh, to get some cut equity hopefully and save some bucks and get yourself up to uh, you think? Guys mentioned before. Sorry. Do you think Vaughn will be chalk? Is that, um, should we expect him to be, maybe not even chalk, but like at least 20 ish percent owed. I mean, he'll be, I think he'll be, he'll be pretty popular. I think that that range is, can shake out a couple of different ways. Like you could see, um, I guess like four or five guys between 8k and 7k that could get like super popular or it could just be one of those deals where ownership kind of spreads out and we see, um, you know, nobody get really up to like 18, 20%, but everybody's at like 14%. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's kind of the feel for, um, the feel that I have for it right now. He's 12th in fan share tags at the moment. So not, not super popular, but definitely not unpopular. Okay. Makes sense. All right. So hit me. Let's, uh, let's do, yeah. let's do your ranking of the top six. Uh, you know, the, the 10 K and up guys, we did this last week. Um, this is not, you know, this is not like a golf. These are not golf takes. These are DFS takes. So what, considering ownership, considering form, considering whatever else you want to consider, um, are you, how are you shaking these guys out? Well, Ricky Fowler is the top guy in the field by far. It's not even close. Um, I would say Sunjay Im would be number two. And I'm not just looking at price. I'm just, you know, all things considered. Yep. Um, Paul Casey and Benny on are very close for me at number three. Um, surprisingly, Tony Finau is not fantastic. Yeah, no, I it's bumming say. me out. I, yeah. This is – so you would, you'd you have Finau last of the six? Oh, yeah, by a lot. Okay. Yeah. So it's interesting. I have – I would say I'm definitely with you on the top three, but I feel like I, I just, I don't know that I could get away from, from Finau after that. Um, If I was going to, you know, if I was going to build a lineup that way, I think that, I think you could make uh, a strong ish case for Finau just from an ownership perspective. Cause I do think that he'll be, he, he won't get, terribly popular like as of it's tuesday night as of right now he's the he's a little bit ahead of benny on in tags on fanshare but everybody else in this range is is in the top five um of tags so yeah because i mean overall i there's several other guys that are cheaper than tony finau that i like more right so it's like for me Unless we want to factor in ownership, Tony Finau is kind of off my radar for now. I think this this is not again. This is not like a this is not a smart take. This is just like my my dumb brain. It just feels like I don't know. This 
you know what? I'm all in. Tony Finau is is winning this week. It's gonna oh be my. Yeah, it's happening. I, right. I'm I'm done with all this nonsense. Forget everything all I right. just said. Tony <laughs> Milton Finau is going to win this event as long as Sung Jae Im doesn't. <laughs> Why am I just learning that now that his last name is or middle name is Milton? No, his, his that's his first name. First name. Yeah, it's uh it's Milton and then it's uh-huh. his middle name is uh Puha 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 um yeah that's Milton unique. Puha Finau. So okay. um yeah I respect no, it. You know I I if this just if he can be reasonable on the greens and this turns into just an utter birdie fest, like why wouldn't you want why wouldn't you want Finau at low ownership? You know? You know you're right. Uh, but again, just you know, overall I'm not sure if he's gonna do well here. That's that's the thing. Oh, it's happening. He's winning. All right. Hey, you put your outrights in. Hey, I'm I'm looking it up right now on uh, on my friendly my friendly bookie. <laughs> Your friendly book. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good name for him. Um, let's go on down here. Let's get past the 10K because I think we've talked about yeah. all of them here. We could talk about 9K. And, you know, if we want to go there, Scotty Scheffler. There he is. I think he is my top 9K guy at 9,500. Easily. I mean, he's he's definitely coming in with the best recent form of anyone in this range, I mean, even better than some of these 10K guys. And, hell, I think he's going to compete very well at a birdie fest. Yeah, his... And more so than Finau could. Well, there you don't. Let's, let's not push right. it. Um, <laughs> the, 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 the expected birdies metric that I put out in the article uh, that posted on Tuesday has Scotty Scheffler like far and away, like a, a full tier above everybody else. Um, when I, when I scaled the score, he's obviously, you know, at the top with a, with a hundred or whatever you want to call it. And the next score because of the scaling is like 79. Like that's, it's a full, it, he's like a standard deviation above the the rest of the field in this metric. So um, it seems like it's a good fit for him. Like you mentioned, he definitely comes in with, uh, with great form 9,500. I'm, I am curious to see what his ownership comes in at. Um, he's not a household name though. No, for sure. But I, I do think people are a little onto it, um, at this point. So I'm like, he is the second most tags on right now. So if he, if his ownership goes berserk, there's a, you know, the, the case against going crazy on him would be just that we don't have a huge sample, uh, of how he plays. And this could be, this could just be, you know, what I'm, I'm, I still love it nonetheless. Yeah, no, I I love it too. But I, I think that if his ownership is approaching, you know, 20, 23%, like I'm not, I I don't feel that great about it. <laughs> so you're just gonna you're gonna hit the uh, I, I'm a head out button at that point. Um, I guess it's yeah. a meme. Yeah, I know. I, I... <laughs> don't 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 millennial explain this these things to me, sir. We're gonna have a problem. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm sorry. So, I'm sorry, boomer. So, 
So I, yeah, I think that I think that there's a, a definite case to be made for him for recent form, but I do think that uh, there there is a point for his ownership to hit where I think it's not worth it anymore. Um, yeah, just for for game theory purposes. Uh, do you do you have a, a favorite or two in the eight K range? The eight K. Let's gotta double check because I think there's guys. I'm reluctantly wanting to go back to Abraham answer for some reason. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Honestly, I, I think he's my, I think he's my favorite AK guy like overall. Yeah, I have it. I have it. Sort of. Um, answers answers good, uh, not great. I think that I would have even with even though he's nine hundred dollars less. I think I have Revi. Uh, slightly ahead of him. I think that Matthew Wolf is interesting. Well, he's 9K, so I guess that's cheating, but um, I filtered this out wrong. But um, he's worth he's worth thinking about too. And then uh, JT Poston, I think, is um, – I'm just going to keep keep getting after it until that, uh, that actually works out. Yeah, I think Answer and Poston are probably your best plays here in this range overall. And then I would say Chez Glover, uh, Brian Harmon would be your next guy there. Um, but not, I'm not excited about them. Yeah. You know, I'm not excited about the AK range at all. Like, I really am going to prefer a stars and scrubs approach. Yeah. And honestly, I think this AK range is going to be ignored. So if you want to leverage ownership, this is probably the place to do it. Is roster a couple 8K guys, balance the lineup out and hope for the best. Yeah. You know, actually, I I think Harmon splits are are as like pronounced as Chez. And I he played he played fine last week. Like he wasn't great. Um lost a little bit around the green, but I, I think I think there's a reasonable case to to be made for Harmon. I think I'm I'm probably going to end up with more of him than than I first anticipated on my my first pass through of this. But um, yeah, so why don't we why don't we jump down to the seven K and then we'll hit a uh, like a real deep dart throw and uh, get to cash locks. Sounds good to me. So no, I was gonna say I feel like I keep making you go first. So we we may. We mentioned uh, we mentioned Taylor, um, obviously, but going down a little bit further, I think that uh, Carlos Ortiz is a little bit interesting. Um, I don't know if you if you have any interest in him this week, but uh, kind of he played. Kind of. He obviously played really well uh, over the fall swing, and then last week, um, after you know a month month and a half off, he came back. And played fine. Like nothing it didn't light the world on fire. Um, he had a couple rounds under seventy and he, you know, he played pretty well. So I think he could be one of those like second starts back after, you know, a few weeks off and and just sort of clicks. Um I don't know if that's I don't know if maybe that's getting maybe that's getting a little cute. I don't know. Seventy two hundred seems just like super reasonable for him. Yeah, no, I, you're not wrong. Um, Thanks, man. <laughs> there are some guys I'd prefer over Carlos Ortiz 
in the 7K range, like I would prefer Denny McCarthy. Yeah. I would I like prefer him. Rory Sabatini. And even um, that's about it there. Uh, or even Harris English, too. Yeah. Um, so those three. That that trio that. right there, the English, McCarthy, and Sabatini are, are all within 100 bucks of each other. I think that that's um, – and even Sebastian Munoz, uh, a, a couple hundred dollars cheaper than that. Yeah. I think that, um, like, one, possibly two of those guys finishing in the top, like, 12 would not surprise me at all. Yeah, because the three of them, I feel like one of them is going to have a great tournament. Right. Because they all have solid leading form going into this. Maybe Denny McCarthy has had some issues, tee to green, and with ball striking. Um, but other than that, they all do very well in just overall relative to the field um, as of late. So those guys are all good. Um, I don't know if I'd be heavily excited. I mean, my, my boy Lashley's in, in the field. He is in the field. Not that... Not that I feel like it's going to work this week, but never say never. Um, yeah, I think you could probably say never. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although the thing is, see, here's the thing. I noticed this. When I, like, when I outright rip on Lashley, he goes off, right? Right. And when I say no Lashley, no Cashley, he misses the cut. So I just have to, in, like, for the sake of his own career, his own personal golf career, I just have to shit on him on this show every week. Yeah. Oh, my baby. Perfect. Oh. No worries. Perfect. Yeah. Um, the, the, the dart throw that I'm sort of eyeing is just like a total gut feel play, but like Johnny Vegas seems like he just pops up in these birdie fests every so often. Um, yeah. And he, don't get me wrong, he has, he's not played well probably since god maybe like may (laughs) it's been a it's been a long time since Um, i saw a good jonathan vegas round yeah but i i do think there's like i said there's a there's a case to be made for him uh anytime that there's going to be a lot of a lot of birdie opportunities um when his putter clicks he's he's just incredible so um he's my he's my deeper dart throw um you have uh was Lashley your your guy there? No, or? I just wanted to talk about him for two seconds. I think the lowest I'll go, um, unless I absolutely have to go lower, but uh, what's his face? God, why did I – give me a second. I lost <laughs> lost my train of thought here. Oh, Ryan Armour. Mm, interesting. Oh, Ryan Armour at 7K, he – does well, kind of, in these in these birdie. <laughs> I have strong takes, don't I? But he does all right in these birdie affairs. Oh my god! Wow, just I'm, just, I'm sorry. The lukewarmiest takes of all time. I I'm telling you, you know when 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 you get into these data analysis games, oh you can't god. ever have strong takes because. You may have made a mistake in the code, and then all of it, all of it just goes. But in his last crazy. 50 rounds, relative to this field, he is 15th in DraftKings points. Yeah. 
and he is 34th strokes gain total. So clearly he has done something. Like I know there's flaws with the strokes gain metric. You know, it's not adjusted for fields and such, but it's got to mean something that Ryan Armour does compete in these somewhat difficult fields on a weekly basis and does okay. <laughs> he doesn't drown completely. You, you've talked me out of him at this point. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Ryan Armour's Ryan Armour's my cheap guy. Right. That is the that is the summary of what I'm trying to say. All right. Well, if that you, is if you that made is what the a really is strong really coherent case for him. So I'm sure that nothing could possibly go wrong. (laughs) Nothing I say is coherent and I'm okay with admitting that. Yeah. So. All right. Let's, uh, what do you say we (laughs) hit cash locks and, uh, and, and with a sputter here (laughs) Uh, as, as well as we can. Yeah. Um, I think the Vaughn Taylor is definitely, definitely one of them. I think that this is, a really good setup for him and he's going to um, flash a little bit of upside hopefully. And we'll see how that goes. Um, As far as my other, my other one, I, the more that I'm looking at this, I I really think it's going to end up being Brian Harmon. Um, Why do you got to take my play like that? (laughs) I, I reserve the right. You have to read the article tomorrow. I reserve I, the right to uh, to change this. Um, yeah. But as of this recording, I think that it's uh, it's Von Taylor and Brian Harmon. Lock it in. Final answer. I am going to go out on a bold call and start this with Scotty Scheffler. Ooh. Because I firmly believe he can top five this thing at this point. And let's go with Denny McCarthy. I like it. I'm, yeah. I'm a little concerned because I really like McCarthy. And I feel like when we are, uh, when we're mind melding like this, I, I, it doesn't, it doesn't typically end well. So hopefully this, hopefully this works better, but no, I, I agree. I think 7,600 is, is silly like this this tournament could very easily turn into a putting contest and there aren't a heck of a lot more uh, or a heck of a lot better putters uh, in on tour really, uh, but definitely in this field than, than one Denny McCarthy. So I think he's, yeah, he's first in every strokes gain putting like time frame that I'm, that I feel like I should care so about. So now he's just going to be a massive disappointment because I, I mentioned that. Well, I mean, it it is worth noting, like you said before, like when the putter goes, it's over. Like he yeah. he does not he does not strike the ball terribly well. So, um, so he's he's making of, up strokes putting and right. It's kind of the opposite of what we usually say to to target. But I think that there's I think McCarthy is like at least a standard deviation above. Uh, probably two standard deviations above like an average putter. Uh, probably three three standard deviations above Decky or somebody like that. Well, I think anyone at their local chip and putt course <laughs> is at least three standard deviations away from Decky. Yeah. So. All right, man. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks for joining me as always. This was uh, this was good. A lot of a lot of hot takes. A lot of. Uh, frigid cold takes <laughs> and we'll we'll uh we'll talk next week uh good luck in your contest this week guys make sure you jump into 
the listener league if it is not full already when you are listening to this and good luck we will talk soon see you Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen.